fucking bald is. Scared to laugh about. Ooh, that's not fucking. Ooh, that's crazy. Um, coming from that, uh, it sucks. You know, the funny thing is about being bald. I find like I start to look like every other bald guy. And they're like, somebody like, yo, hey, give it up for Bruce Willis. Yeah, fucking give it up for Moby. Moby's in the house. Yeah, oh, Gollum's here tonight. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, yeah. You know, the other day someone's like, hey man, someone called me like, hey dude, you look like uh, uh Mr. Clean uh, with AIDS. You know, I'm like. Thanks, I appreciate it. Um, so uh, what else do I want to leave you with? Um, yeah, the dating scene is kind of crazy, this online kind of shit. And this girl was like, hey, you know, um, I just want you to know, Jason, that I'm going to go out with you, but I'm not going to sleep with you on the first date. I'm like, okay, what about the last? That's my time. You guys have been great. job tonight. All right. I want to leave you guys with one last joke. Uh, this is a cautionary tale. Um, I, was, uh, I was in line for the movie theater the other day. I was in line to get the ticket. And um, behind me in line were these two little people and this couple, right? And um, I looked back and I was like, you guys, if you want, why don't you borrow my trench coat? One of you can get on the other one's shoulders, right? And then you only got to pay for one ticket. Awesome. Okay, this is what I found out. Uh, little people don't like awesome ideas. That's the first thing I figured out. Yeah, figured that out. Uh, also figured out that little people have, like, average-sized person anger. Did you guys know about this? <laughs> totally thought it was proportional, but no. I'm Mary Diamond. Thank you so much, you guys. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Everybody, listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak chilling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the slowest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
every Saturday night we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and you need to fill everyone's diet coke. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Food fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated. Every three parsecs. Tim's Tesseract. Um.
So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from 4 to 6 at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone kept positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCT. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. and drinks and relax with your neighbors located at Bryant and 21st Street corner block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with the festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. Yeah, the dirt. That is better. That is great. I think. Right? Had to be. David Zazukersher, one of the ones that is yeah. Not yet in the I made gummy bears. Funny because it's ooh, it has the dirt going, and I'm like, why are you the gummy bunch of It's a Friday night. I did I did put a lot of time into tonight's show. Like a hell hat in a handbasket show, not just a hell hat. Hell that shows I sit in a corner for two hours and just get heady. Here's that cat. But tonight I actually put together a bunch of pictures, and they're great. I didn't actually want to deal with the baskets because I knew they were sensitive. Pictures. Yeah, the three comedians who are booked on the show didn't show up for, so we're going to have other comedians and usually my favorite. But uh, the other cool thing is that like round this time has a theme that nobody knows about but me. <laughs> and whoever guesses the theme in the audience, these throngs of audience, I was going to give them I, yeah, I fucking figure 
now. Fuck this podcast. Let's talk about let's talk about so I've been dealing with weed and fat for so long. So weed is my diet and food right now. Why it lasts me so long. Well many days do I have to wear down and sweat? Problem is that weed is my fire. I have to burn that fat bitch. Yeah, Jake Silverman, he knows about burning fucking fat. This guy knows. I was talking about THC and how it's attached to your fat. You got to burn the fat so that if you have a drug test. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I've been dealing with the weed gummy. I have weed gummy bears for weed gummy bears. So I'm kind of doing that. I'm like, ah. I also have this other thing I made. It's I coffee. Last night we had a. Everyone's texting me today. They're like, "Had a really good time last night." I don't know if it was the open mic or the weed coffee. I'm like, clearly it was the weed coffee, you weirdos. Uh, so tonight is a hell in a handbasket though, and when you're oh look yay! I know the comedians aren't here, but the audience showed up yay! Uh, you remember Jake Silverman from Portland, Oregon? Uh, I grabbed those out of the back and let's just start everybody eating them like crazy you know what i'm talking about what he's returning from the first radio comedy festival he's back and he's like there's still nobody here yay isn't that funny but there are forty thousand people listening right people yay they can hear us when the comedians get in i really did like make them open roll through them and have to get an ambulance to come in. Come on, we're going get Jay. Someone get Jay here. I could I could tell you guys a joke I've been working on lately. Um, y'all, okay, it's Jenny. She looks so good even when she frowns. Like she's so pretty. Melania, Melania, Melania. How do we pronounce her name? You guys know? Melania, Melania. Good. I don't know how to pronounce her name because she never speaks. Four languages, French, Italian, German, English. Just talk in one language, sweetheart. I'd love it. What are you going to say? Anything. J'aime mon vin. I love wine. Yeah, I do too. Let's get with Jesus and do the Benedict. Uh, what a lovely and amazing name. I don't know which country she's from. It's either Slovenia or Slovakia, but both countries border hungry, and she is starving. You know what I mean? So skinny and pretty. Third wife, eyes down. Yeah, come on in, Casey. Yeah, Jake, come on in so we can start the show because you're the other person on it. Yay. She is so ready. This is very exciting. So Jake Silverman coming from Oregon thought that he was going to do his own material. Nay, you are on the hell hat. Ha ha. Hell in a handbasket. So we have these handbaskets I usually make people deal with, but I tried to like get 31st century and I have them all on the iPad. So it's gonna be crazy, I know. So if we should, so here's the way it works. Just like chopped, except, every time I say that, the first set, all from different places, some from Texas, some from Portland, 
And you all have to touch on the following four things in your phone. And you get to have the iPad with you. Here we go. Okay. So, number one is animal style fries. There they are. Animal style fries. Number two is cat that has been shaved in a beautiful or horrible way. <laughs> Three is oh, chocolate lab that says all foods must go to the lab for testing. <laughs> and number four is floaty potato. So before we start to do any of the knowing what's happening. Here again are the things that your four commissioners are going to be dealing with. Floaty potato, I think manatee floaty potato. All foods must go to the lab for testing. Black labs eating cat shaved in horrible style. And then What is the, no, it, the answer is not animal style. What is the answer? What is the theme in your phone? This cat. It actually gave me the What is the, does anyone know what the, what was the first thing? What do we call this? That, that is the name. Anthony Medina wins the fucking wreath. Yes, he does. All right. So, but these four comedians are going to have to go up. Jake Silverman obviously isn't going to go first because he's going to go potty. But in your set, you have to mention these four things. Animal style fries. And. First. But I think we actually need to bring up the, the hero from the last. Uh, yeah, you're going to go up first. Fuck yeah, you are. He, he won this at the Muni Radio Comedy Festival. Up with people from other places and amazing states. He beat out Mikey McKernan, who everyone says is not funny, but that is what his own, it's his own, his own bumper sticker. His own bumper sticker says he is not funny, so I think it's a gag. I don't understand his jokes, but your first comedian of the night is gonna—he's gonna deal with his past beauty and wonderfulness and kill it right now. Everybody from Sacramento, Jay Wook. In no order. Bad dream for a fat guy. Right? Pam, don't go the wrong way. I don't know about you guys, but uh, Steve Jobs, before he died, okay, he talked about this floating potato thing, manatee. You guys hear about this? He said it's most likely was going on in the 1970s. Fucking kill manatee. 
I don't know about you guys. That's a pretty good superpower. I don't know how think you think you could do better. You know, but I mean, maybe it'd be useless in a manatee, right? I mean, how many manatee attacks happened last year? One. Yeah, one. You guys know where it happened? Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah. True bro fact. It's a true bro fact. All right. The attack was assaulted a woman. So again, can you get behind my cause of killing the manatees? Come on, guys. They can read your thoughts and they're assaulting our women. Give it up. Come on. Or you like that. All right. Love to go animal style all over this pussy. I don't know about you guys. I grew up with a jazzling, bedazzling, and this is like pussazzling like a motherfucker. This looks like. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced Mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutinay. Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That acronym, you're right. It does stand for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. What up, dude? What up, dude? We're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. We want you to watch the movie and listen to our podcast at the same time. And that way... Uh, we ruin podcasts and movies at the same time. <laughs> There's a lot of great movies that posted on YouTube. Some of them are more well known than others. Well, more well known than others. Carl, what's the movie this week? We are watching Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Uh, let's see. What? what? Do you put? Yeah, I know. And why is it on YouTube? Uh, just put Donnie Darko full movie in your search, and you will come up with the channel Film Rise Movies. All right. Okay. Okay. D o n n i e. D o n n i e. Look, people are dumb. D i r k o. Darko. I'm sorry, Mike. You're good. <laughs> oh, Donnie Darko. You know that typical American name, Darko. How many Darkos did you know growing up? You knew a shitload, right? You got the Scullies and the Darkos and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Montclair. Montclair. Single person named Darko, but I'm not part of this movie. So we want to go ahead and click Donnie Darko dash full movie. This is hosted by Film Rise Movies, which I subscribe to starting now. Oh, uh, go ahead and hit well. pause. Move the little timer to the left so you're at zero, zero, zero. And I'm very excited. So once again, Donnie Darko full movie, and we like the channel Film Rise and 
All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumba? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. You better be at zero, zero, zero. Film ride. They just added their logo to the top. Yeah, I wonder if they distributed this movie. I don't think so. I think they're hosting it. They've been hosting this movie since 2019. Full year, Darko. Yeah, dark year. Uh, Flower Films made it. And, uh, yeah. Ooh, going to video is when this uh, was a hit. Not a hit in the... I do notice that this movie is available free on our friend's YouTube movies. Yeah. We never watch... Yeah. Well, we don't watch movies on YouTube, do we? On YouTube channel. Hey, what number? What, what timing are you on? I'm at uh, 52 oh, shut seconds. up, you! Because you said flower movie. Like, that's ridiculous. That's like 10 seconds from now. Okay. I'm in a minute and three, four, five, okay. six. Okay. the same thing. Yeah. Okay. okay, I see suburbia. Okay, no, what do you see? I see California. This is supposed to be Virginia. It would not be this hilly in Middlesex, Virginia. So I see California. This is Virginia? And I West see Virginia? a guy in, this is West Virginia. No, this is, um, <laughs> this is supposed to be Middlesex Vagina, and it's not. It's uh, California, shot in L.A. Interesting. Also, it's supposed to be the 1980s, but, it's, but it was not shot during that time period either. Oh, it's a sleepy bicyclist. It was not shot in the 80s. And there's one anachronism in songs. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. With that terrible Fears for Fears cover? No, that was appropriate. That was 19, you know, earlier than 88. So this was supposed to be 1988. The director, by the way, was like 22 when he made this movie. So he had no idea what the 80s was. Yeah, that's true. He, he made he it at, it. like, 25 or something. It really was a yeah. 0 to 60. Um, that, that's not the right word. Uh, yeah, 0 to 60 in five seconds uh, story, you know. And what Drew Barrymore is a lot behind it. Oh, she produced this movie, and she's one of the actors. Yeah, but she's an actress. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you said Andrew Barrymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, Andrew Barrymore plays Mrs. Okay, so here it says, Love Will Tell Us Apart by Joy Division appears in the film during the party. I'll, we'll get to that with Gretchen Upstairs. Yeah. Released in 1995. Oops. Middlesex. Middlesex Halloween Carnival. Oh, wow. Oh, Carnival. Ooh. Now Ooh, Halloween movie. Here comes a red... Yeah, Suburbia. Here comes a red car. See it? Okay. In yes. there is a rabbit, but not yet. 
Oh, is this the guy in the costume, or is mm-hmm. it just a rabbit? Yep. Oh, wow. So, so you have to watch this movie a couple times. <laughs> so we've learned that Donnie Darko is a troubled boy who sleeps in the middle of the road. And now we're learning right. what a f- how much fun his family is. Yeah, the dad blasts him, his wife with a lawnmower up the uh, ass. That was uh, – it's, it's actually the daughter, and she is Donnie's sister in real life too. Oh, she's Maggie to his shake. Yes. And here we have the youngin. She will go on to make a sequel called S. Darko. Which I've looked for on YouTube since we started the show four years ago. It's Every there. week it's I there. type in S. Darko. It's there. It's there. Yeah, you... What, the full-length movie? Yeah. S. Darko, S. Darko. For free? Where is Donnie? What is Donnie? Oh, this is this okay. Is I gotta nonsense. play this part. I gotta play the audio. Oh, I uh, missed it. I missed it. He goes, I'm voting for Dukakis. <laughs> Starting shit at the table. Steven, you had to be bored of living in the 88 to experience it, mm-hmm. right? You can't watch like 88 and try to make it up. This guy's a genius. I hope he makes good movies after this. No, no. Um, Look, I like him. I like him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. But no, he goes on to write uh, something called Domino. It's like an L.A. bounty hunter thing. And I that movie. Right. And he did something called Southland Tales, which I put in my DVD to see what it's like. Oh, he did? Good, good. Tell me what you think when you watch that movie. At least okay. tell me what you think after the first hour. Then tell me what you think after the second hour. And then finally, tell me what you think after the last 90 minutes. And then I would love to hear you. <laughs> okay. Now we learn that Donnie has <laughs> go, takes medication and, and he goes to a shrink. And they're fighting and they're cursing in front of the little daughter. <laughs> he goes, you're such like a, a typical- fuck ass. <laughs> he goes, she's like, what is a fuck ass? There you go. Donnie. Donnie. Settle down, kid. Listen to this one. All yours. You are behind me. So now we get the teenaged angst, like... Get out of my room. I'm reading, you know, that sort of thing. I would like to know where you go at night, you know. He's troubled. And so they're going to fight. And then when she leaves and closes the door, he actually calls her a bitch. But he kind of doesn't mean it. Right. Well, look, doesn't he die from a airplane crashing into his house? I mean, yep. you know, that's got some fun. Yeah. Don't want to ruin this movie for you. but <laughs> No, but, like, it, that's a good thing that he dies in the crash. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. He doesn't want to die. He's all like, yeah, fuck it. Let's keep this movie going. He wants to die. Okay. Look, what's happening is he's going to actually go into a tangent universe just like our own that's fated to die and save the real universe. 
Okay, so he wants to die. Sacrifice. Oh. No, he doesn't. Listen, he, he, there's a time when it goes out of joint. He has the ability not to die. He knows the right thing to do is die. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go to a Halloween party. I'm going to go watch Evil Dead. Right? I mean, he, he does both of those times. things. Oh, I should check out that guy in the costume. I gotta go to the party to see it first. The guy in the costume uh, is actually the sister's uh, boyfriend. And so at one point, Donnie sees his real face. And I just don't understand why he doesn't go, you're the boyfriend. Right. Oh, Mike Dukakis. There he is. Dukakis. Now, Mike, something yes. is about to happen which will create a tangent universe. Oh, it's during the uh, debates of 88? Oh, no. Let's hear this one. Oh, where's the beef lady is going to get some beef and seems to be a lot of whack. All right, here we go. Read my lip. October 2nd, 1988. October 2nd, 1988. Did you catch that? Yes, my birthday is October 1st, Carl. I'm still waiting for the uh, happy birthday, you know, from 30 years ago. <laughs> Guess who's sleepwalking? Uh, S. Darko. Is it S. Darko? It is D. Darko. And you know why he's sleepwalking is because a rabbit told him, like, come here, Donnie. So he's like, yes, I, uh, I hear and obey. Carl, we're watching the same movie. What fucking rabbit? <laughs> this is Rabbit E is the manipulated dead. And he is going to manipulate Donnie, the manipulated living. Uh, I said that wrong. Yeah. Well, look how young he is. God, trying to nuts. Now, did you see he just grabbed a magic marker? Yeah. yeah. And he's out the door. Oh, right. He's going to, like, fuck up Patrick Swayze. I totally forgot about that. He's going to draw a mustache on him while he sleeps at night. It's a very funny scene. <laughs> hey, who mustache was Swayze? That was... The manipulated marker. Okay, I'm going to put on some audio because so you can hear the rabbit. All right. There's the rabbit. Creepy as fuck. movie. I don't know if I want to wait that long. <laughs> it's 28 days, and that's how long it really, in real life, took to shoot this film. Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Look, this is just like the 80s. We used to fall asleep with the TV snow, and then we would have sodas by our bed. Oh, that's a, a lamp. Okay, now God, something's about to happen to create a tangent universe. You ready? Uh-huh. Is it going to be an airplane crash? No, Michael! What? It's not an airplane. It's just a jet engine. So it lands in Donnie Darko's bedroom, but he's not there because the rabbit told him to leave the house. Bingo. And said, 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds from now, the world will end. 
I don't really have time, man. I just this is an hour and ninety minute movie already. Oh, I wish it was ninety. It's it's a two hour movie. God, I'm really gonna push this. Okay, guess what? We are now in a tangent universe. Oh, he woke up in the golf course of a tangent universe with Patrick Swayze. You know, it's an alternative universe with Patrick Swayze standing over you. Look at him. Swayze looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. Magic marker in his hand, and look what he wrote. 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds, Michael. You can make it. What's with this weird font on his hand and then in the placards? They're like October 22nd. It looks like, I don't know. What you know, the font of the movie looks kind of Arabic, you see. Now, this movie released one month after 9-11. They changed the poster to not look Arabic. Interesting. He also took out the World Trade Center reference. <laughs> um, also, the, the ad had a crashing plane, you know, so oh, they yeah, couldn't right. really advertise it. It was hardly, nobody came to the theater to watch this movie because they didn't know about it. Because it was also a crashing plane in 9-11, what you're saying. That's what serious. they thought, yeah. This thing was going to go straight to video at one point, and then Cinemax was like, well, we'll buy it. There's a lot of stars, you know. Yeah, right. You got Noah from ER, and you got <laughs> the Dylan Hall. And you got, you got the dad from fucking uh, Donnie Darko. Look at him, man. <laughs> the dad from Donnie Darko's in it. <laughs> like and that little girl from S. Darko. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like the prequel. Now, the prequel look, to Mike, look, they walk right under the engine. They would never do that in real life for insurance right. reasons alone. Also, wouldn't there be like a lot? Well, I guess these are the federales. This is a federal matter. It's FAA. Now, look, you see the fat guy with sunglasses? Uh -huh. Is that Seth Rogen? <laughs> yes, Seth Rogen. You will see him. Uh, in a red jumpsuit spying on the family later. Oh, okay. Sure. I guess they have to explain in the director's cut. Now, look, you see, that is the artifact that made the tangent universe. It's made of metal. Right. That's very important. Very important. And it could have killed. That's very important, too. It should have killed. You see, the artifact, whenever there's a time loop like this, there is an artifact, and usually it's a weapon. This time it was a jet engine, but it sure could have killed him. So what do you mean? So if there's a time loop, right? It's because there's a gun involved, or it's... let's say I'm in a time loop. Carl, uh, let's say I'm in a time loop. Carl, let's <laughs> okay, say I'm in a time loop. All right, all right. All right, Rain Man. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was in a time loop. The fourth dimension is a very stable place. The primary universe is very stable, but sometimes it gets corrupted. And when it does, it a part of it goes into a tangent universe. It creates a duplicate copy that's not stable. And it's gonna the world is gonna end in like about a month, three weeks, you know. It's oh, always different. It's not stable. Right. But some weird force takes a person who's died and makes it makes them manipulate a living person to save the primary universe. It's going to make like a black hole. 
And it's going to swallow up the primary universe unless Donnie does his job. Oh, which will uh, eliminate the tangent universe and stabilize the mm. primary universe. Mike, Earth you're prime. literally talking to Carl Sagan. You're exactly right. So I get it. So the these superheroes that exist on this world exist mm -hmm. in Prime, and the superheroes from 60 years ago exist on Earth Two, and then the superheroes that existed during World War Two are in Earth Three, and then you have the evil superheroes, which is Earth Four. Where the superheroes are supervillains, and the supervillains are superheroes. Oh wait, here's Seth Rogen. Okay, here's Seth Rogen. Okay, now Donnie has two like nondescript friends. They're just there as plot points to be his friends when he needs to be around friends. And look, see this girl? She's right. a very sweet girl. Her name's like Tanita or something. She's only only ever says, "Shut up." Up, shut up, and she's really. A sweetheart who gets picked on. Um, right. Yeah. So throughout the film, we're going to get to know her a little bit, only with that shut up. But she's hurt inside. Then she does this very pretty dance, and then Donnie says something nice to her. She's just part of it. They're being a jerk to her right now, and she's going shut up. We're her parallel universe. Yes, we're in a parallel universe. universe. Okay. Here's yeah, a very nice scene. Whoa, the old back of the school bus camera yeah. angle. This guy's a genius. He's old. Look at this. He's just swaying confidence. Richard Kelly, film director, Sternan R. He did a good job with this. He oh, there's bad guy bully. Oh, him and Seth Rogen guy. are the him and Seth Rogen are the bad guys. You'll see. Yeah, but he talks, right? Seth Rogen does not speak a word in this movie. Yeah, he does. The first thing he says is, I like your kit. That's Betty. He's going right, to, oh, Betty. there's love interest, love interest. And look, you know mm -hmm. what, Mike? Even though she's alive right now, she's one of the manipulated dead. Seth Rogen, giving cocaine, cocaine. Canadian cocaine. There's the principal. Hey, look at this one shot and sped up and shit. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I saw when I saw this movie, I was like, "What the fuck? Who directed this movie?" <laughs> He's it was old. It's probably your age. No, it was eighties. No, he he. Listen, this guy's younger than us. Yeah, I he know. Wasn't around there in the eighties. I this know. Is all his imagination. There's Patrick oh, Swayze looking great. He looks great, but I don't get this. He's a national like cult guy, but he's hanging around this one particular high school. No, he just hit now. He lives in the community, and his book took off, and his tapes are selling. He's new. Uh, he's the new rich. Oh, here's Andrew Barrymore. It's Noah Wiley, Andrew Barrymore. Andrew looks like a ghost. Well, yeah, I guess. He's good in this movie. Uh-oh, struggle motion. They're all doing star search. It's really well done. It's really well done. And look how nice this is. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this hug. It's all well done. Well, people used to hug in the movie four times. It's not no, awkward. not like that. Okay. Now look, Drew composes herself and she goes to be a teacher. 
Uh, and then, then this movie sticks his head up his ass. Watership Town is a book about, uh, I guess, bunny <laughs> rabbits and drowning and sinking ships. Okay, look, right? no, Let's it's Graham it. Green. No, 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 it's Graham Green, whose birthday is uh-huh. also October two, and he wrote a book called The Destructors, in which they flood an old man's house and burn his money. What? That's anarchy. <laughs> Donnie thinks you know, it's okay. You, Donnie thinks they were just you know, trying to see what happens when you make the world crazy. Oh, when you burn down shit, Sheet. Oh, that's very cheap. Donnie will burn down Sheet. He does. He fucking tore, doesn't he? Like, fuck up the, he fucks up the school pretty badly. He fucks up the school and he fucks up Patrick Swayze. He does. He does a number of Patrick Swayze. What I get is like, so he's a, yeah. He's the manipulated living, so he's got some superpowers he doesn't know about. He can conjure fire. He can do telekinesis. He can, he has super strength. But listen, during the real universe, he just kind of sleepwalks and causes shit anyway, right? I mean. I guess, but he's manipulated by a rabbit. Gotcha. Okay, here comes love interest, the manipulated dead, and she has just been told by Drew Barrymore to sit next to the boy who you think is the cutest. Yeah, that's really weird. You know, he did Richard Kelly did a movie called The Box, and he had Cameron Diaz as a teacher, and she was kind yeah, of weird too. Yeah, twenty nine. Uh, Two thousand nine. Did he make another movie after that, or was it just those three movies? Uh, that's Director. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he did. He did write Domino, and that's pretty good. Listen, I like this guy a lot. He just he you broke too. in with a excellent script and a great. Okay, she's chosen Donnie, as you can see, and a great movie that was really well done. The thing it's lacking is all the stuff I'm telling you comes from this book uh, called The Philosophy of Time Travel, and we don't see it in the movie. It's not explained. I'm not sure why it became a cult classic because it was confusing. In the director's cut, you see the philosophy of time travel book. We we should give a, a shout out to the director's cut, notorious director's cut, which uh, I, I agree many consider it worse than the original movie. You know, I watched longer, the original. But... It has like some cheesy like uh, computer special effects or like rotating skulls and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like. And it'll say like bleep blorp watership down is an is a metaphor for bleep blorp you know like it just doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to see the clapboard in the reflection. Now they're talking about the FAA and the shrink, and they're about to crash into somebody. Oh no! Is it the rabbit? It is not the rabbit. I forgot about her. She's so weird time travel lady. Yeah, right? She wrote a, a book on time travel. That's right. She wrote the book, The Philosophy of Time Travel. So why didn't my realtor tell me how colorful my town is? I just moved in. I didn't know our sparrow lived here. <laughs> oh, interesting. Right, you got, hmm, you have a televangelist, cult leader, and a time travelist? In your one town. Good point, Mike. Yeah. 
in your Virginia. <laughs> they considered Vince Vaughn to play his part. Yeah, Vince Vaughn would have been interesting in time travel. Yeah, I would have watched it. But it would have, he would have been way too old. Right. Yeah, this is kind of a golden age for the Google Hall. They, they could still kind of play a teenager. He's pretty old. With, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg considered the part, but he also was uh, too yeah, old. Yeah, 2001. Also, he yeah. wanted to have this weird thing in which he did the character with a lisp, and, and the director was just was not going for it. Yeah, I think the director's word was, even for me, that's a little too much. Are you kidding? Gilding the lily. He, he's revealing to the psychiatrist that he has an imaginary friend. And that is the bunny rabbit. Now, you've seen the movie Harvey, right? With uh, Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a, a rabbit imaginary friend. Oh, this they don't, crazy. It doesn't this get discussed. You know what I mean? He doesn't ever, in any interview or anything, talk. Nobody asks him that question. He never speaks to that point. Seth Rogen. Yeah, look at that Rogan. That's all right. He looks good clean shaven. Mm -hmm. Like he did in that oh, observe and report. Yeah, he was clean shaven and an excellent in that movie. It's only when he has a beard that he kind of loses. The, the thing I liked about that observe and report is he was a completely different character. You know, he wasn't Seth Rogen, yeah, who he, we know. He was like a Danny McBride in that movie. Yes, I don't know But Danny McBride shows up in that movie. He has a tattoo of a little kid on his arm. Mm hmm I did oh. see the film. Right, well, he, Danny McBride and the, that film director tend to make these films about, like, terrible people, the Fiscal Way, and Eastbound uh -huh. East and uh, uh, Vice Principals, the, the whole gemstones, the righteous gemstones. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, what are you? <laughs> I'm, 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 he's, I'm a dummy. He's, 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 he played himself in This Is The End. That guy. Okay. Oh, he played himself in This Is The End. Uh, is he African-American? No, you're thinking of Craig Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> really African -American is he from movie. Canada and he was the one who's like thin and skinny? Oh, forget it. Never mind. Look, the buddy's here. I got to go. My Uber ride's here. <laughs> He starts without a rabbit costume. Okay, look, the rabbit made him get an axe and go uh -huh. to his school, and now he's going to use his super strengths. This is a this water is like, main, not a quarter main. Of an, of, <laughs> quarter main's a great fan. Quarter flash. In the librarian, wasn't uh, what's his name, ER guy, a, a quarter main? Oh, right, because he, he's a librarian? Are you talking about that librarian series? Yeah, what, isn't his last name Quartermain? I forget. Never mind. Okay, now they're getting the great news. The school is closed. Yay, we don't have to wait for the bus. Look at no Jake. Uh, no school today. Look in the 80s how we wore shirts with collars and, I don't know, the word isn't khakis. and We wore pants. They weren't jeans, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kids do not well, do that. Ah, uh, principal shoes are wet. He sucks, principal. That's right. Now look, super strength, super strength. They're like that solid iron. Yeah. How can you do that? And look, how high off the ground is it? 
How did he do he's it? Paul Bunyan. He he turned into Paul Bunyan. He got his axe blue mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> his axe blue. <laughs> he chopped. He chopped off a. He he knocked off Look, a bunch of other. Maybe. They but who? Who? You're fine. Okay, so I we should really hear. Seth Rogen's first line about the girl's tits. This is his first movie role, first movie line. I like your boobs. Yeah, me too. So they're obviously just creeping on her like assholes. So she's like, would you walk me home? What about the other girl? Other girl? Oh, oh, all right. It was just one girl. I'm sorry. I, I, I think a, a rabbit appeared and, and took me to a parallel movie with those two girls. <laughs> There's Chinita. Is that what you mentioned her? Yeah. Chinita is yeah. not a love interest. Chinita is like uh, Jake's compa- I mean, Donnie's compassion for the living, the manipulated living. One of the reasons why he sacrifices himself is her. Ah, uh, I think it's because he's just selfish. He mm-hmm. Well, I think I can for as long as I can. I don't want to be around when the world ends. That's the only reason why he did it is because he didn't want to be around when the world ends. Selfish, selfish Darko. So now we learn that Gretchen isn't her real name. She had her change her name. Her stepfather, was like a, a, a abusive, you know, he stabbed the mother with a knife. So he got away. So they ran to this new community and changed their name. He tells us everybody. Listen to this. Oh, that's terrible. He goes, he goes, Donnie Darko, what is that? You sound like a superhero or something. And he goes, what do you, what makes you think I'm not? So he knows that. I don't know if he knows, but the universe knows. You know, it's in his brain. It's oh, a lot man, of metaphysical stuff going on here. Here's my impression of Carl receiving Southland Tales on DVD from Netflix. Oh, cool. Southland Tales is on DVD. Came with the bell today. Honey. <laughs> I'm blocking off the rest of the day to watch this movie. Oh, I do not want to be disturbed. Hold my calls. Hold my calls. And honey, honey, please, would oh, you hold oh. my calls while I watch this? Oh. Just sit here in this chair. I mean, I'm going to go into projection. Go in the screening room. Don't, don't bother me for the next three and a half hours. Now, Donnie asks her out to, like, be a girlfriend, be his girlfriend. And surprise, surprise, she goes, yes. Now, doesn't this remind you of, uh, of uh, Blue Velvet, the town, when, when Kyle McLaughlin's walking her home? I guess, yes. It was super suburban and rich. Yeah. It's not yeah, really rich. rich. Yeah. It's like uh, we're upper middle class. Their houses are far house? apart, you know. And lawns. But they still have sidewalks, and that means suburban neighborhood, which is not what the rich do. Oh, right. Okay, so now 
there's more. Okay, let me just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to hypnotize. She is going to hypnotize him. Okay. And we don't learn too right. much. 